You are listening to Melanin Confessions. Welcome to Melanin Confessions, everybody. Nah, we My name is Yaya. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's your name? Oh. <laughs> You are, oh, so we're agreeing that you're um, welcome agreeing everyone is. welcome back to melanin confessions this is your girl Versil. i'm nay and i'm yaya let's get into it all right so we're gonna start off with our hot topics and the first ones are two weddings Woo! Woo! Congratulations. congratulations to serena williams marrying her boo thing i don't know his name i really <laughs> i didn't the Williams sisters pretty much keep stuff real under wraps. And they really job. did. They and did. She had that. a baby that was beautiful. But, like, her wedding is all over Instagram. They're showing all these beautiful pictures of her and different um, gowns that she wore throughout the, the whole event of her getting married. You see her lovely sister and their family, and it's beautiful. So congratulations to her. Congratulations to Jordan, Jordan Sparks, Sparks and her bae. They eloped. much cuter than anyone she has ever dated. Her bag. Jason Derulo, Sage the Gemini, who's like ugly cute. <laughs> she dated him? Mm-hmm. Good job, Jordan. You stuck with the good one. You had a baby with a fine man. And I'm proud of you. Because all of these frauds <laughs> weren't worth your time. Back and up, you girl, finally back found up. your friend. Fall back. Just fall back. Congratulations. Yes. Congratulations on expecting your first child. Yes, we're very yes. happy for her. Yay. We hope that that goes well. So we're excited for the... Okay, so another important topic that we really wanted to take the time to recognize and bring, bring up is Transgender Day of Remembrance, which was on November 20th, um, a couple Mondays back. And for those of you who don't know what Transgender Day of Remembrance is, it is a day to memorialize those who have been murdered as a result of transphobia and to draw attention to the continued violence endured by the transgender community. So now while we're going to continue on with what we've been talking about last week, we want to let you guys know that this is a serious issue and that we're not trying to brush it under the rug and that... Um, these lives do matter, so we want to set that aside for another episode, but not ignore the fact that this was a day that happened, and we want to respect those lives and their family members as well, and give um, acknowledgement to it. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, in other news, uh, we're going to talk about black excellence. So, what we got for black excellence we have Beyonce. She just recently, through this year, has earned $105 million. So she is the highest paid musical artist that's a female of this year. And you were saying, like, only 105 but yes, she's, she's at the top. So mm-hmm. that's a congratulations to her on that, and that's pretty amazing. Congratulations, Queen Bee. <laughs> yes. Cool. And... Other Black Excellence news. Have y'all ever seen a plus size wedding shop? No. No, haven't really been on the search for wedding dresses <laughs> at all. Not <laughs> recently. <laughs> Not saying that you're on that end. <laughs> okay. But I am so happy to hear that there is a the first ever curvy girl wedding dress salon and the fact that it's black owned. So, congratulations to those two, it, yeah, two pioneering um, women for opening that store. I did read a little bit about it, and they were saying that um, in order to find the dresses for the store in the first place, they had to make sure that they found designers who had collections that structured their dresses in a way that was flattering for mm-hmm. the variety of, of, of body structures that comes with the plus size body type, mm-hmm. and making sure that there's representation in that in their store so they put a lot of time and intentionality and thought behind every single gown that they have in there and i think it's it's great it's a long time coming so yeah and the owners the shop the idea for the shop kind of came out of the owner's own like necessity so the owner and 
the first owner's name is Yukia Walker. Um, but she, when she was looking for wedding dresses, they she said she was a size 16 and size 14 and people tried to stuff her into a size 10 gown. Mm-hmm. And she got laughed out of the store for asking for a size 16 gown. Um, and eventually for her wedding, she got a, a dress that she found at a discount bridal sale. She called it lackluster in her description. And she didn't want any other brides to have to go through that. Any other plus size brides to have to go through that. Yeah. So that is, I am amazed by how many black women create things out of necessity. Mm-hmm. Like we turn everything into gold. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so, Make congratulations. Space space. Look, yeah. look. Yeah. So that those are our hot topics. Those are our mentions. Those are our black excellence bits. And now we're just gonna continue last week's episode. So back into the Joseph Solomon, back into our godly zaddy conversation. <laughs> mostly black mostly back you thought we forgot um, that um word <laughs> we did not mostly back into the context of looking at people as humans image bearers of god godly relationships and guarding your heart minds and spirits let's get into it <laughs> ruined my life <laughs> and i think right i think that changes everything mm-hmm. i think that when you start to look at people like humans right mm-hmm. it stops being so there stops being so much pressure yeah there stops being like so much back and forth there stops being so much petty because you're not gonna treat a person who you value just because of who they are you're not gonna treat them like crap I'm gonna be like, oh, niggas ain't shit but nah 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 <laughs> right well <laughs> <laughs> She gets to say that word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Anna Hasi. <laughs> I'm just owning my story. All right, so, no, but you're not. If you really value somebody as a human being and start pursuing relationship with somebody as a human before, like, a prospect, mm-hmm. lots of those problems are solved. Like, I'm no longer expecting you to pay for everything because we're just, like, Hanging out, right? I also think, um, not to cut off what you're saying, but when we were talking about, like, getting into the dating world and there's so many things compact on top of other things and it's so confusing and a lot is going on, we have to think about, like, okay, this is how I was raised and now this is what I, these are some things that I took from that and this is what I um, believe and this is how I see myself. So then going out with the intention of, like, if somebody did start to ask me, like, oh, you want to go on a date or whatever like that, seeing where their intentions lie and see if that you are even in the same, like, ballpark of, like, what you're doing. Because if mm-hmm. I was raised that men open doors for me and then a guy comes to me and he's like, I don't do that. I'm you like, open your own door. <laughs> you open your own door. I'm like, yes, you granted you have your your thing that you don't believe that men need to do that anymore, but does, is that the person that I need for me? You know, like, so I have certain At that things. Point, we're not compatible. Exactly. Well, exactly. So I have things that I was raised on and that I still find from, believe that, yeah, that makes sense to me. And so when I'm looking for somebody else, those are the things that I should be looking in, you know, not just mm-hmm. like. Compatibility. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And I feel like our culture always says like, give them a chance. Don't be that person. Like, why aren't you? Or at least for me, in dating. No, I know what like, you're my saying. My friends have been like, not y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And who you talking about? <laughs> you actually don't. Okay, is it a different person? There's another story. Okay. Because um, <laughs> I was like, there have been like... moments when ever like uh, giving people chances. Is not necessary, yeah. and that it's not necessary. If you start to have discernment and you mm-hmm. start to look at things like, okay, mm-hmm. I see you first as this person, right. yeah. and then I see what traits you're bringing about yourself, mm-hmm. and I'm letting you be who you are without mm-hmm. putting my romanticized view yep. on you, mm-hmm. then I don't have to give everybody a chance. That's just not like, don't do that. You're hurting yourself in the long run, and you would be hurt. Yeah, you would be hurting yourself to let. To open your heart up to somebody who has who does not have the intent to even to care for your heart, it. to treasure your heart, and to care for it in the process. Like, no. What not, is that no, not, not everyone has that luxury. And we have to be wise and use discernment to not allow ourselves to open ourselves, you know, to open ourselves to others who don't have, who don't value that, who don't treasure. Seriously. My, you know, 
the fact that we're image bearers too we have feelings we have hearts we're you know so and yeah and i honestly think that people who are image bearers of christ i guess we all are but people who are followers of Christ, I think we know when we see other followers of Christ mm. and the inherent qualities, like you were saying, like fruits the fruits, of the, the fruits of the spirit. Mm-hmm. And our culture is so, I'm going to say like forgiving or like dismissive that we don't. <laughs> they tend to put those two together. Right. Like I forgive, so I dismiss. Right. And yeah. it's just like, um, no, I, I see that these are not your fruits and I'm not going to give you a chance because you're in front of me. Like, yeah, I I don't want to open up my heart to anyone who has no desire of loving me the way that I feel valued by. Mm. Like, that. So. <laughs> that's a lot of cartons of ice cream for later. Like, yeah. the crying, the and eating, shame, like the personal shame. shame. Birth brokenness. brokenness. And, yes. you know, we have to protect, the Bible tells us that we have to guard our <laughs> hearts and, you, mm-hmm. you know, use wisdom and discernment. Um, yes, it also tells us to be be forgiving but like i said to use wisdom and discernment and to guard our hearts in the process and you know it's it's very difficult now with our culture now and you know there are many wolves in sheep's clothing who just like our parents don't even try to dress like real sheep they just ghetto (laughs) (laughs) they got that counterfeit sheep wool got that counterfeit wool it ain't even soft also within our culture it's like a commercialized like almost the walk would be like a, a commercialized instagram uh you know instagram bible verse with like and that's it that's it like you just see that one verse You're on like, your oh, instagram page oh he knows god right i am going like i'm going in i'm going in sliding <laughs> into those dms yes so but it's like Wisdom and discernment are, (laughs) wisdom, discernment, and the fruit (laughs) of the spirit are very important to like, to navigate all that. Because we can't do it all on ourselves. The Mm -mm. Holy Spirit helps us. Right. And yeah, you have to trust the Holy Spirit before you trust your Instagram quotes or your Pinterest quotes. And that's another thing. I watched a video and it was talking about, because it was part of scripture, but like, um, guarding both your ears and your eyes like protecting both what you see and what you hear Mm -hmm. so like with social Mm -hmm. media when you're on instagram you're scrolling through and it's like bay season and you're just like i ain't got nothing you're scrolling through and you're (laughs) like every post you see is like this person's hooked up with so-and-so this person's getting married this one has a baby and like you're just seeing that constantly you're like what am i doing wrong oh right where's the where's my man there was a book that was titled where's my boaz or something like that i I heard about that yeah and i'm just like (laughs) you're constantly seeing something so you're constantly wanting it so you need to guard yourself from those type of things even when you want to wish someone well who's on your facebook and they got married you need to be like is this affecting me in a way that doesn't help me glorify god doesn't help me focus on what i'm trying to do with my life and not like compare and measure what other people have and say okay well later down the road when i get married i'd like to have this too or that like that Mm. sucks so i'm gonna cross that off my list you know like you have to guard both those things. Mm-hmm. And I think in addition to that is just having the spirit of contentment throughout any season. Amen. And to like lean on the, tr- the fact and the truth that Jesus is enough for those feelings of emptiness or the feelings of, oh, I should have this by now in my point, in this point of my life. Or like, oh, uh, I need to have a man that looks like ex- like, like this, this, <laughs> this. Elba. Yeah. <laughs> but like having contentment that Jesus is enough and that he he is our strength when we are weak and that he provides when we are lacking and that he fills our heart when we have emptiness and not to feed into the lie that we're lonely or we'll never have someone or like we have to lower our standards in order right. to be marketable on Instagram or whatever people That is may another say. thing. Standards are a good thing. Standards really are a good thing because if you're like oh, I shouldn't have any standards, I gotta give everyone a chance, and I have to treat everybody a certain kind of way, 
You know, like if you have standards, if you like, if you know not standards, like you gotta be tall, you gotta be like chocolate, you gotta have like a beard, like full beard, you know, not none of that patchy. Like those are not standards <laughs> that you were. What I'm talking about, the standards I'm talking about is like, okay, how does he follow the Lord? What are some things that he does? Who are his close friends that he hangs out with on a regular basis? What are his deal breakers? What are is is he, like does he like children? Um, you know, like is he? How much do you read your Bible? Do you like going to church? Is that your thing? Like where do you get your scripture from? Like, where's your connection mm. with God? Any of those, like that's, have some standards for that. Does he respect yeah. women? How does he treat other mm-hmm. people? If he ain't got a mama, how does he treat his grandma, auntie, whoever's in your life? Mm-hmm. How does he treat them? Cause that's how he's going to treat you. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, look into those type of standards. And then with subs- the ones it, with substance, not exactly, like how much substance. swag, his swaggle meter. Right. That's not, those <laughs> exactly. are not standards. Mm-hmm. Those aren't standards. Those aren't helpful to you. Cause I'm like, honestly, if you trust God and you look for those things and um, God brings that to you, then the looks won't, the God got that covered too is all I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. he going to put the icing on top of the cake. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so that was that was a that was good. That was good stuff. There we can go on and on. It's so there's so much depth into that topic though. There really is. Into like humanizing women yeah. and just like the opposite gender in general. And just what it means to be a human and what it is to be image bearer of God. Like depth. Eternal depth. Like we can keep digging and digging and digging. And each week there could be there's like I've discovered that each week it's there's going to be a different question on my heart that I might have and a a, thi- a different mm-hmm. thing that will show me oh when we're talking about treating other people like humans and being image bearers there's going to be something else that pops up throughout the week and honestly if you ask God for it you're going to see that there's going to be answers appearing whether you choose to take the answers or not like oh I've been questioning this and I haven't really talked to God about it and I'm like I've been really thirsty for a bay and I just really haven't spoken to God about what he's what is our plan for the next steps in my life does he want me to have a bay right now because honestly you cannot rush being in a relationship like if God said you will be in a relationship July 6 2020 that is when you will be in a relationship there's no heating this up in a microwave and you're gonna get it sooner that's just not how it works so why not use the time that you have to do something uh, meaningful to do something that God has called you to do instead of missing out on that opportunity instead of seeing people as temptations and like why waste your time with that when you could have so much more and do so much more you could travel the world make blogs knit a sweater i don't know like <laughs> i have do anything time. except be thirsty <laughs> right <laughs> quench, <laughs> put your your mind to other areas yeah let that thirst be quenched by the the water of of life well no what is it um, see i think jesus knew that this was going to be relevant later the fountain of uh, what's it called uh what was, how did he refer to himself in the bible when he said he was the, the fountain of water or the everlasting fountain oh he said that we will never thirst Water? again yes. because of him. So he, he knew that we were going to use the term thirsty. He knew. He knew. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, speaking of like guarding your hearts and guarding your minds and your ears and all of this stuff while you pursue, while you discover what it means to like look at people as human, as image bearers of God, what are some good ways that y'all have found to like guard your, like protect yourselves, protect your purity, protect your mind? Oh, you're asking me, not the people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, y'all too, everyone listening, like, what are good ways that you have thought of to protect your heart, protect your mind, to, I mean, you go to bed at a certain time, like, what are you doing? But furthermore, like, what do we have for our listeners from our experience? What can we contribute to their lives? I think for me, one thing that's made a difference for me is, like, the music that I take in and like making sure that it's positive and like uplifting because like I'll just say this like whenever I go to work or whenever I go to school whenever I'm in my car period that is my time that I devote to not feel anxious or not feel like nervous or think about what I have to do for the day or like Mm -hmm. think about people who I might have upset or, like, overthink, basically. And that's my time where I listen to my gospel music, or positive music, most likely. Gospel music. And then, like, 
pray while listening to me. So that's one thing. That's mm-hmm. a little bit off topic from the whole period. No, part, but it's not. It's I think it goes. It does kind of link together because it is like what we take in our ears or our eyes or like our our mouth like eating food nutrition all that kind of stuff it it is all a diet like spiritual diet Mm -hmm. and like we can't take in i saw it on instagram it was was like a christian podcast or um radio show but he was talking about like what we take in is our appetite like if we take in good stuff like good news like we'll we'll be crave we'll be um nutrition Nourished? Nourished. Yes. (laughs) We'll be nourished and, um, it's, it, it, like, spiritually, it makes a difference. Like, Mm. what we take in. Um, so, one thing, like, listening to gospel music really helps me. Like, on that one car ride, just the car ride itself, it's done so much for my stress levels and my anxiety levels. Like, not giving myself room to be anxious about certain things. That helps. Yeah, I think that that conversation, not giving yourself room, <laughs> is cru- crucial, like critical, because I think that oftentimes we give ourselves room to be stressed about stuff or to be anxious about stuff. Um, when really the God tells us not to be anxious about anything, and so when we do fill up that empty space, even if we don't want to, right that minute with like gospel music or reading the word of God or putting down your cell phone and reading a book for like your self care, self help, um, or just like fiction because fiction is great. Then we, we remove, eventually I think we just remove the desire to like fill, fill up our space with like nonsense, right? Like your, your appetite changes, the stuff that you want changes. Like vegans eat vegan food and they keep eating vegan and eventually they don't even want meat. Like, their palate, your palate, palate change. yeah. Yeah. And think about how that could affect just your ministry and just, like, the way that you live and the people that God has placed around you, if you're obedient to that. Mm, I agree. Oh, did you? I mean, it was your <laughs> idea. <laughs> you, you bought it up first. Yeah. I thought you, I thought you, brought you Well, you asked the question. Someone asked a question. <laughs> Why do we sing when we lift our hands to Jesus? Um, so I guess <laughs> what I do, because we're, we're trying to give advice to you guys out there, Um, what was it, what we do to... How do you guard your heart? How, how do, do we guard our heart? Mind? Okay. Um, personally, as an introvert... I don't tend to go <laughs> on social media or be around a lot of people. Honestly, that's not just like, oh, well, let's all just be introverts. Mm. I don't. What I do is focus on my friendships mean something to me. Mm. They're valuable. I don't throw out the term best friend or friend for that matter for people who are not sure, my friends. Just because all. you rare, rarely hear me say because I don't like I'm not about to go and lie to myself about something. Or if I know that you are a deep person who means a lot to me, I don't need to use the word best because it's not a competition. You're not like, you're not on the highest top of, I'm not saying that I know how you feel about best friends. So I, that's why I understand that. But I'm not saying that to, um, say what you're, how you treat is wrong. It's just how I treat, um, friends is, I see it differently. And so with that, I don't, entertain people who would either like I can see you from a mile away over there have this type of way about you doesn't mean I can't pray for you can't be a listening ear for you can't um mentor you can't like hear your problems but I'm not going to entertain and give my whole week to what you've got going on if you're like this person over here they don't like me I don't know what I'm supposed to do because I like that like okay like what is really underneath all of that not I don't have time to waste on that and I feel like that's what I that's what I cut out of my life mm-hmm. value your friends the people who are closest to you they make a difference on how on who you're going to be and if you're constantly hearing gossip over here or um 
this is not great over here. You're going to live a certain way and see mm-hmm. life through a certain way. And so mm-hmm. I want to see life in a positive way. I want to make the most difference that I can while I'm here. So I don't want to just entertain anybody's idea of like what they think friendship is. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have time for that. It's just mm-hmm. like, I don't do that. So with me and an introvert, I spend my time wisely with the people that I care about. I nourish them and then they nourish other people and then it goes out and goes from there. And that's one of the ways that I try to, um, what was it? Use my time wisely or just like, like guard your heart. Guard, that was, yeah. So that's one of the ways I guard my heart. Um, I have Instagram, even though there's so much stuff that's on there. I found that with my own personal account because I have uh, quite a few of them, but with my own personal account, I only like and follow a bunch of people who have said good messages mm-hmm. and are encouraging or they're, uh, I can see their Christian walk and they were on the same path together. So that is what multiplies and pops up in my feed for me and that's what I can feed on and I enjoy and that'll lift me up through the week because I'm always on Instagram so why not put it to good use and um and why not um hmm why (laughs) so why not use that as a what you saying girl she's cold oh no no I'm okay I'm just no no okay why not use that yeah why not use that for good purposes and stuff. Girl, what are you saying? <laughs> I'm fine. Grandma Thank Yaya you. over here. <laughs> just, baby, would you like a blanket? You okay, Brandon? You want some tissue? I'm I can just eat sure. something up. <laughs> She's looking at all around the room for stuff. But yeah, anyways, that's that's all I was just saying. It's just like, if, if I'm going to use it, why not use it for stuff that I need? Like um, Facebook. I'm not on there often, and I kind of stay on there just for my friends and everybody I'm friends with. I know those people, and so it's just like, okay, that's who I interact with, but also what are the groups that I can get myself involved in for entrepreneurship, for biblical reasons, for blah, 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 for black community. Yeah. So and that's kind of what I do. I think one more thing, this is getting to be a long podcast, <laughs> but I think one more thing that you brought up is that like you choose, you choose this because this is who you want to be. And I think that too often people make their friend groups based off of like who they who they are or like what's, well, what's seems, going on right now what's going on right now mm-hmm. and when the bible says like when you're guarding yourself from something when you're if you're a soldier and you're like blocking and like guarding it's like an active pursuit of mm-hmm. like protection and so when you're choosing your when you're thinking about your friends when you're thinking about your music like it's not gonna it may not come easily and it may not be like this I really want, I really want to read my Bible instead of going to this lit giving right now. Like, it's not going to be that, probably, mm-hmm. but guarding your heart, you actively have to be like, okay, I'm going to read my Bible instead of going to this lit giving because I know in my future, this is who I want to be. This is what God desires of me. This is holiness. This is righteousness. This is what I want to pursue. And I understand that lit giving is not going to bring me mm-hmm. or help me um, build any of those fruits. I think that's really important because I know that people go to college and they're freshmen and they're like, where do I fit in? Yeah. And it is so important to put fit in, to put righteousness and holiness before fitting in. God didn't ever call any of his kids to fit in. <laughs> he really didn't. He really didn't. Like, we are right, called to and set apart um each and every one of us is like not just because you're anointed with like this gift or this gift or this mm-hmm. gift but i mean you are you have those things but every one of god's people is set apart for a special purpose and once we channel that and actively guard ourselves and guard our hearts i think that makes this whole like temptation conversation easier i think that makes this whole guarding our hearts conversation easier I think it makes it easier to look at each other um, as image bearers of God. I think it's also easier when you're surrounded by other people who are also actively doing the same thing as you. So that when you're like, oh, I'm trying to guard, we're all in battle against, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we're all in battle against these things. So it's easier yeah. to, like, we're a stronger force. We can rally together. We can talk about these things. We don't need to, 
Like, I'm just going to guide my heart over here and listen to this, this right. music over here. It's, it's good. Like, shake my booty. I learned to twerk, you know, like, on the side, you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, but I'm guarding my heart. <laughs> Don't, I just need my it's future husband like to know. secretive, like. <laughs> I'm like, secretly, okay, I'm just, In you know? the corner, alone. That's exactly. not what it is. So, speaking of, like, if I'm going to, <laughs> if I'm on campus and I'm out there and I need to guard my heart and all this stuff and I'm trying to figure out who I am, I I know that when we started college, the first thing I tried to do and we did was, like, let's see if we can find a group. Mm-mm. That's a whole nother topic mm-hmm. of finding the right oh, group because topic. Satan's got his warriors out there, too. Uh-huh. And it's just, like, <laughs> I that's a whole nother topic but the simple fact is like okay I'm, I'm i'm gonna guard my heart i gotta get in let's get into a group where we can actively do that and keep moving forward so that we can see like even if we're talking about in the future of i want my spouse to be blank blank and blank or whatever when we're looking at certain things when you're guarding your heart and you're actively doing that and you're putting on the full armor of god and you're constantly um, hearing his words and speaking the word of God, then you're going to be changing the way that you look to your spouse as well and not just expecting, I need them to have this, but I'm still going to be ratchet. Like, no, mm-hmm. you you got to also build yourself up. You have to put on your armor. You have to be skilled in battle, you, you know? You can't just be in there, hold me up. I'm not a damsel in distress when it comes to the word of God. Like, I can't be doing that. You can't because he can't help you when it's like time to go into heaven. And, and he's like, he's been carrying me this whole way. Like, and God's like, but what have you been? Zoom in. Yeah, that reminds me of that um that video that you sent us to Jackie Hill Perry, um oh. posted about what you know a lot of women say like, oh I want my husband to worship me I just want a man who just thinks I'm all that mm-hmm. who just wants to be around really me twenty four seven da 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 and she's like hmm so you want somebody to treat you like you're a god you want somebody to be, you want to be a golden calf to somebody mm-hmm. uh, to your mm-hmm. future husband you want to distract your husband from God mm-hmm. and be an idol to take him. the place of God take the place of God and your idea of God is not like you know completely misconstrued because I feel like culture and Disney movies and everything from a young age tells us that we have to be the guy is the one who rescues us not mm-hmm. Jesus right? we ain't gotta do nothing yeah and then he'll just come along not, yeah not only that it's like okay they will <laughs> there's no room we don't have to work on ourselves in order to Keep up our half of the bargain, you know, of marriage or uh, of a relationship mm-hmm. like service, how relationships are supposed to be served. Like we serve our partner and our partner serves us. And it's as if, you know, we're serving God and Jesus, you know, God, we're supposed, the man's supposed to love his wife like Christ loves the church. And it's mm-hmm. like so much depth that goes into it. And it's like culture nowadays. There is so much thought that goes into it. And I feel mm-hmm. like it could be another episode it's of a how. Whole like, other podcast. A whole other podcast of just talking about how you're supposed to treat each other and when mm-hmm. looking for a partner. Like, like, how you doing? You know, like looking at yourself, looking at that. You know, there's just so much that goes into that. But we should probably just. And this, yeah, yeah, we're going to say and save it for next time because there's so much more to talk about. There's so much more to share and give advice on and, and talk about what we've been going through in our lives. And so thank you all for tuning in. Is there more? Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Um, follow us on social medias. Okay. Social media. What are social media medias? handles? Our social medias is. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sort of. Our social medias are ish. Um, Melanin Confessions on Instagram. And then on Facebook. <laughs> that one's funky, isn't it? Our Mel Confessions? Melco? Yeah. Did we get Melco? Oh, no, we didn't. It was Mel Confessions. Hold on. We have 20 likes. <laughs> <laughs> we killed it. Okay. The um, our Instagram handle is Melanin Confessions. Our Facebook handle is at Mela Confessions. Someone already had Melanin. <clears throat> um, <laughs> and those are all the social media platforms we're technically on. We are on now... Twitter as well. Actually. Are you right? We are on Twitter. We are. We are. We are. Now. We are. Well, I am as us. <laughs> <laughs> 
Melanie it's Confessions on Twitter. You can look us up there. Because when Insecure was happening, I had to tweet about it with everybody. So, like, we are on there. If you want to shout out through there, too, we will see it. Yeah. At Mella Confessions as well on Twitter. And on any of our social media handles, please comment and just give your opinions about what do you guys do to guard your hearts or what are you guys struggling in wanting to guard your hearts? Like, what... What is it that you desire in protecting your hearts? Yeah. Yeah. If there's anything throughout this podcast that you felt like you need to comment on, like while you're listening, go ahead and comment. Let us know. Like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. But we will catch you later, and thank you for tuning in. Thank you. And thank have you. a happy holiday season. Happy holly jolly season. <laughs> it's the best time of oh, uh, the year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like three songs. We don't know all the words to end. <laughs> I know all the words. I don't know why y'all are playing. I don't. Have-